Greetings, I'm Dave Gilmore, and this is Design Intelligence. Well, we can all recall about a year ago when we were knocked back on our heels. The month before, we saw suspension of physical gathering at all pre-K schools through colleges and universities. The emotion hit was visceral. Parents scrambled to figure out how to enter a new school year with children at home. Work patterns suddenly shifted to accommodate the millions of working parents who now had to work from home in a highly disruptive context. Models of education, which had temporarily changed in the last few months of the prior school year, now had to be thoroughly examined for more permanent changes. The economics of education were now in question. Technology rose to the occasion to bridge the functional gap of instructional interface, but how to teach? How to truly connect as an educator with students would challenge everyone. How does a teacher or professor truly know that the student in the Teams or Zoom Brady Bunch box is really understanding what's being taught? How can an instructor discern the mental health and contextual health of the students who are isolated from one another for what would be an indefinite period? Communication is most effective when it's centered and operating through dialogue. When all our sensory faculties are engaged one to another, then suddenly time and space become meaningfully irrelevant. The dialogue of sensory communication's power far exceeds the simple voice-to-ear and back-again outcomes. As humans, we are empowered with six senses. Sight, sound, touch, taste, smell, and discernment. In this Internet age, connecting virtually over great spans of space through a screen accompanied by sound, we are able to readily exercise our senses of sight and sound. Three-dimensional sight somehow teases out a mysterious sense of touch as spatial dimensions draws on prior experience to sense the touch or handling of the virtual object whether that be an animate or inanimate object. The more tuned into our memory we are, the more effective our memory senses of taste and smell are brought forward, sometimes even triggering various glands or muscles to make ready for the intake of a morsel or inhalation of an odor. But it's the sixth sense that most allow to remain dormant. Discernment is developable. It's something each can exercise, sculpt, and build upon. The discerning are tuned in to the interplay of the obvious and unobvious. Discernment senses without the support of sight and sound, without the physicality of touch and taste and odor. Discernment is a knowing that may or may not be accompanied by understanding. In other words, discernment senses the what but may not understand the why or how. Nonetheless, such sense opens an awareness otherwise not observed. As such, the discerning are better aware to seek the understanding of why and how. Maybe all this sounds a bit esoteric, mystical, or impractical, but in truth, discernment is the highest form of truly effective communication. There's so much more to unfold about this dynamic, but suffice it to say, the most effective leaders regularly and consistently operate through discernment. They refuse to settle for the simple senses of overt observation to get to truth. They leverage all six of their senses to take in 
analyze, assess, extrapolate, and take action in the mutuality of effective communication. What might you start doing to meaningfully exercise discernment in your day-to-day -day interaction with others? As the global pandemic rages on, we will be challenged to effectively lead unless we're engaging our whole selves. What kind of leader are you? Until next time, I'm Dave Gilmore, and this is Design Intelligence.